What's going on, everybody? It is your boy, the Wrestling Encyclopedia, and three-time indie leg wrestling champion, as well as <laughs> the self-proclaimed, declared NWA World's Heavyweight Champion, because anybody better than Tyrus, that's all I'm saying, is Mr. Keith White in the building once again in the Manscaped Studios. And today, I have the pleasure of being in the studio they don't say hell freezes over very often, but I can't believe that we have Coach Muddle on the show. Coach, what's going on? How you doing? How you doing, man? It, uh, great to be here, man. Well, listen, this is a long time coming. Uh, the last time it is, on- I, th- I thought it was kind of a, like a one-way street. You come on my show, and uh, you always talked about having me on, and you know, I, I always thought it was just you know, just kind of yesing me to death. Well, I mean, I don't know if you remember this or not, but uh, we had you on sort of in spirit one time because uh, you made some comments on one of your old shows about yes. about mixed tag. Uh, I did, and and so then we had we had a show about reactions to your comments, and, and I and I heard that I heard that show, I heard the clips of yeah. the show, which tells me that your uh, cohorts, and unfortunately, they're not here. Right. Just really don't know the business like they think they do. Well, one of them hasn't been here for a long, long time. will never come back. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I think Jared may have, may have had a trimming accident. Uh, we got to get him hooked up with a lawnmower 4.0. Um, we'll, <laughs> okay. we'll get him back on the show eventually. Uh, but it's funny you mentioned that because we've had some guys who you would actually really get along with um, who who have been flying that old school flag, you know, and 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 basically saying, hey, you know, some of the guys you've had on the show don't know the business like you like they think they do. So it's been really interesting to kind of get this. Um, I don't want to say like a civil war, but there's definitely opposing forces of people that really enjoy today's product. And then people who were born and raised on 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 an older school variety. And so I want to ask you real quick, uh, you know, based on where you grew up, you know, you uh, you had some interesting experiences as a kid. I mean, you know, just being around uh, a certain demographic so you've been around pro wrestling your whole life in some ways so so just you know catch us up back in the day at least well uh you know this was before you know madison square garden was the only four meccas prior to like wrestlemania it was like a weekly show it was like a house show weekly at the garden so as kids oh what are we doing oh let's go down to the garden tonight and you know for you know 15 bucks you're you're almost ringside uh for the wwf yeah that's incredible so, you know and and you know and they they were still doing you know you could go to the local you know community college and see them or a high school in the area they were doing those they were still you know small i i, I guess you call it small time considering now it's selling out arenas they they weren't at that that point yet basically you know what i mean so uh, we, you know, it was watching wrestling on a on a weekly uh, basis, and and I'm also, you know, Al, Captain Lou Albano for for those wrestling fans. You know, we went to the same high school. Him and I have a a uh, uh, a great uh, well. We had rest in peace. Uh, yeah. A quick quick story with Captain Lou 
uh, outside of New York. I, I was up, uh, I think he was doing an autograph signing up in Newark, Wilmington area. And uh, I went up there. I, I skipped the entire line. The, the you know, security's trying to get back to back at uh get me away and i just walk up to the table and say is this the uh the stepanak reunion and he stopped what he was doing he stood up shook my hand gave me a hug told me to have a seat i sat there with him and his daughter the whole <laughs> night while he saw signed autographs for like three hours just but- talking talking you know about the old high school days and 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 obviously he was a different era than I was, but you know we 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 really didn't talk the business of wrestling. We kind of were just talking about stupid things that happened in his day that still happened in my day at that at the at the school, you know. And for those who don't know, it's an all it was an all boys Catholic school, uh, you know, with with the priests and nuns and you know all that craziness that went on there. So. You had you had a lot of knuckle wrappings, I'm sure, in your day. Um, and, and also, yes, uh, surprised I don't have uh, ruler indentations. You could read a ruler on the top of my hand. <laughs> uh, part of your gimmick, too, by, by the way, very on brand that you skipped the line and pissed off security, and you know, and didn't follow the rules. <laughs> Not shocked at all, one yeah. bit. But hey, absolutely, yeah. Hey. That's awesome, though. I mean, the, the fact you guys got to kind of catch up, and I'm sure for him, he was happy to just reminisce with somebody and not talk the business for a little bit, and just kind of have like a, you know a familiar uh, person who who knew you know kind of like what he grew up around. So, um, and you had mentioned off air uh, something about classy Freddie B- Blassie. You know, yeah. Talk, talk to us about his about you know your time with him. Uh, so we, we actually, uh, it was, uh, one of the guy, one of the kids in, you know, in the neighborhood found out that, you know, in the neighborhood over one was classy Freddie Blassie had lived in that neighborhood. Uh, and it, we were, we were like, wow. And we happened to find out that where he was because of Halloween, obviously go being able to go door to door and not be creepers, you know, <laughs> just you're obviously knocking on doors, getting your Halloween candy. And of course, who's given out the biggest candy in the neighborhood is classy Freddie Bla- Blassie's uh, wife. And uh, so it was, uh, it was pretty cool, you know, and he happened to be, he happened to be home that night too, which was kind of cool. And he came, you know, all in his gimmick, the cane, the whole nine (laughs) yards yelling at us. It was great, you know, so uh, it was a good time. That's so much fun. And the the tag gang can't see you right now, but you kind of have, it's very appropriate because, you know, right now you're chilling in Florida and you kind of have the, uh, you almost have like a, like a Bayou Macho Man Randy Savage going on, you know. You know, I was just thinking that I was like, you know, this kind of looks like a Macho Man hat, you know. Yeah. But it was, uh, it's, uh, you know, just my my fishing hat, and it just happens to have snaps, so I just snapped it up, so it wasn't, you know, just just uh, you know, total bucket hat, you know. In a Slim Jim, I got you. <laughs> yeah, hey, bro, I will step into a Slim Jim. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, because Hulkamania is going down. (laughs) (laughs) 
excellent, uh, excellent. Yeah. Oh man, I, I do appreciate having you uh, back on. And you know, I, I just realized I forgot to say that people can check you out. Uh, you know, on Facebook and wherever you get your podcast. Uh, in the huddle with Coach Muddle, a fantastic uh, football, primarily football based show. I mean, you got you dabble in some baseball. Sometimes, you know, I've been on the show and me and Billy try and steer you into boxing and then you uh, quickly, <laughs> quickly made us regret that decision uh, <laughs> with, your, with your comments. But, uh, but it's a great show. Uh, you can check it out uh, currently on Sunday's live stream. Uh, you know, check out In the Huddle with Coach Muddle um, on Sundays, 10 o'clock on the Facebook stream. Actually, we're 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 off a, until after the the new year. We're because obviously we have Christmas and New Year's both on a Sunday this year. Yeah. So we're we're taking a little uh, uh, two week hiatus. Makes sense. Makes sense. I got you. So yeah. So don't, so don't look for that right away. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. And you know, a noted Giants fan, I, I've been meaning to ask you. Um, what did you what did you think back in the day when LT Lawrence Taylor was in the main event of WrestleMania going up against Bam Bam Bigelow? What were your thoughts then and now? Like what, what were you going through? I, I thought it was I thought it was awesome. Uh, you know, because as a kid, you know, I, and being that giant fan, I just thought, you know, you know, LT, you know, you you watch him. Uh, just blowing up tackles. So who cares about some, he's just a big old tackle. He's just going to, you know, blow him up. So, uh, and, and I, I think it's pretty cool, you know, but now you see a lot of, a lot of guys get into the ring after their careers. I mean, look at, look at Goldberg, you know, he went, he went, um, you know, uh, Geez, uh, you know, stunning Steve Austin and everybody thinks of Austin 316, but there was another Steve Austin uh, kind of at the same time early on in in Steve's in in the early days in NWA. And uh, he was a, a former uh, football uh, Yeah, Steve you know, there were there's played college ball um, at Oklahoma, I believe. Uh, something like that, or it was like West Texas State or something like that, who actually had Shawn Michaels. Um, yep. Uh, and Roman Reigns, the current uh, the current WWE uh, Universal Champion, uh, played, I believe, I believe he was Georgia or something like that. I mean, he was at a big time school. But yeah, you, you got these guys with these football pedigrees. And uh, Mojo, Mo, Mojo, uh, Mojo Rollins. Uh, Rollins uh, played at University of Maryland and then uh, went on and played uh, at the in the NFL, I think, for Phoenix right. for, for uh, a year or two. And then, and then Gronk won the uh, the twenty four seven title. Uh, <laughs> yes, <laughs> for a, for a cup of coffee, as they say. Yes. Uh, what do, What do you think? Um, besides the physicality, but like, what do you think football lends to? pro wrestling is it is it the, the explosive movements is it the like what obviously the you know the, the toughness is a big factor but what makes that the best sport to kind of transition over i you know i honestly i think it is more of the physicality part you know you're used to getting banged around so you're kind of are are you know it's kind of an easy easy jump and you know going to sit in a desk and doing a nine to five you know, I mean, obviously you, these guys aren't cut out to be nine to fivers, uh, you know, so uh, and some of those guys just can't can't, 
you know, sit still, so to speak, you know, they're they're It's like a kid with ADHD. They got to always kind of be busy and be active. And there's something that gives you that, you know, keeping you active. It makes sense. And, and you know, and you started when you started mentioning guys and I was thinking like to myself, like, like Wahoo McDaniel, you know, um, mm-hmm. Ernie Ladd. Um, and then like Ron Simmons, you know, tremendous uh, yep. Florida state um, college ball player. And, you know, and the first, um, the first undisputed, I'll say African-American uh, world heavyweight champion ever was Ron Simmons. Um, but it's crazy, you know, to me to think about all these athletes who are still, you know, now transcending the game and they, and they want to cross over to WWE. Some of these guys know for a fact that they're not going to make it in the pros and, they're already starting to show up to the performance center. I mean, it's a, it's definitely a different situation than it's ever been. Like they actually have a place where they say, Hey, you know, don't go to the independence necessarily just come right here, go to the performance center, learn your craft. Uh, but I know like, you know, you being around all the people you've been around in your life, obviously as a fan and just always having a buddy, right. There's always a buddy. <laughs> yeah. There's always a buddy involved. So for you, you, you got to see, you know, through, through buddies, like you got to see a really strong independent scene in the eighties and the nineties. So just, you know, kind of talk. And and look, I also, I I was at WrestleMania one and probably sitting like two seats over from mankind. I have no idea, but I was in the upper deck. You know, he probably was some crazy dude, you know, right near me, who knows, could have been on the other side of the arena. I have no idea, but I'm just saying, you know, was at WrestleMania one and, uh, uh, at the garden and, uh, just, uh, but yeah, you know, and, and, uh, being able to, uh, go to that, go to events like that. And then, uh, I think part of the indie thing for me was, it was just common because the w, WWF wasn't so big back in the eighties. They were still going to high schools, going to those little rec centers and, you know, where it was only maybe a thousand people, you know what I mean? So for, for the indie thing, it it just was okay. Well, you know, Hey, it's, it, you know, cause you know, in the nineties when wrestling really kind of, I think, blew up because you had both the uh nw the nwa or uh you know wcw yeah uh you know really taking off and and i think that's when really you know they moved to the big arenas and started you know kind of pricing pricing guys like me out, out of out of the building pretty much you know and and so it just was a natural you know progression i guess to just kind of stick in the same venue because you know, WWF was there. Now some mom and pop, uh, you know, territory came in and just took over the spot. So you got to see some, some good wrestling. Right. With guys mixed, like up and comers. And then like the guys from the past on their way down. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, you know, and so kind of neat to see that conversion. You're right. I mean, there was, especially before, you know, WCW, uh, and WWE had WWF had the Monday Night Wars and kind of like you said, price people out. E- even the WWF in the nineties, you know that there was that really rough period with the steroid trial and things like that. They were going to high schools, you know. They were they were you know they had had their heights with Hulkamania, 
And, right. But they mm-hmm. weren't, they weren't able to always, you know, be like you said, in the 10,000 seat arenas packing in every night. So um, it's kind of crazy to think about that. You know, when, when you realize just where they're at now, that with that steroid trial, that, that they really were at some points, like that close to selling or being on the brink of, you know, kind of folding pretty much, you know, and uh, or being swallowed up by another territory, basically, you know, so uh, it is kind of kind of really, you know, weird when you, you know, if you look at some of those, uh, uh, I really like watching the biographies with, uh, you know, Jesse, the body and, uh, you know, and uh, when Hulk Hogan, you know, and, and Hulk Hogan even says, you know, that, uh, oh, if you go do the movie, you're fired. And, you know, he went and did the movie and you, we almost didn't hear of Hulk Hogan. You know, I mean, uh, Vince's dad fired him for going to do the movie, you know, I mean, so it kind of kind of kind of funny how that uh how that all works out, you know? Absolutely. And uh, speaking of bodies, support for Mixed Tag is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Their products are precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. That's right, even you, Coach Muddle. <laughs> I, know you, right. I, know, I know you got some lawnmowers, don't you? That's right, man. That's right. Absolutely. <laughs> Manscaped's performance package, the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. Join over... 7 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping. Still right now, right now in the holiday season with the code TAG, T-A-G at manscaped.com. And if Jared's math is correct, it's about 14 million balls. That's right. And uh, <laughs> Okay. Hey, All listen. Right. Uh, you know, we, we've talked before on the show about Grooming accidents, they happen. You know, the nicks, the cuts, you got to be really careful. But the performance package 4.0 has arrived, and man, oh man, it's a game changer. Inside this package now, you'll find their lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, the weed whacker ear and nose hair trimmer, the crop preserver ball deodorant, which, you know what? You're a coach. You know exactly how it gets on those two a days in August. It's pretty rancid. Yeah. <laughs> the crop reviver toner, which I feel like is kind of almost like Botox. For these nuts, that's what I think is, you know, <laughs> yeah. uh, performance boxer briefs and a travel bag to hold all your goodies. And we got to go ahead and mention the lawnmower 4.0. This trimmer is the future of grooming and maybe the greatest ball trimmer ever. It features cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents. Thanks to that advanced skin safe technology. If only Jared had had that, he actually might be here tonight. Uh, it's waterproof. <laughs> it also has a 4k led spotlight. If you need that more precise shave, you know what I'm saying? And also you thought that was good. You want to take it to the further next level performance package. 4.0 also includes the weed whacker nose and ear hair trimmer. And guys, we're all getting a little older. And that means those things are creeping up on us. Uh, waterproof also. Skin-safe technology. It, it t- gets rid of the nicks, the cuts, the snags, reduces those, and, uh, you know, makes our nose and ears look nice. And then, of course, that crop preserver ball deodorant. It's a must-have. It's the winter time right now. But we all know spring, summer, fall, no bueno when it gets hot out. <laughs> so you got to have that ball deodorant. And that ball toner will change the way you approach your hygiene routine. And trust me when I tell you, fellas, your balls are going to thank you. Once again, gets 20% off and free shipping with the code 
tag at manscaped.com. It's still the holiday season. All right. And there's always a reason during the holiday season. So go ahead, 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code tag T A G unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with manscaped. All right, nice. coach. Yeah. yeah, man. Coach, that's how we Good pay stuff, the bills around here. All baby. right. I got you, man. I got you, man. Nice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and, and listen, my, my skills are free for you. So, you know, if you pick up an ad, I'm coming on your show and you're just going to hear me just spitting that game. I got Okay. You. All right, cool yeah. deal. You're you're my you're my first call as soon as I as soon as I start li- lining them up, uh, getting them getting them come in. You know, I'm your, I'm your pitch man. I got you. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, dude. It's funny, like you know, you and I have gotten to talk, you know, over the years about so much wrestling, and you know, you mentioned WrestleMania one. I just wanted to share with you real quick. A uh, couple of weeks ago, uh, you know, I I do the trivia games and. I had, I got this, I got older players, you know, I'm talking like, you know, guys in like their late seventies and eighties. And this waiter saw that this guy hadn't seen me in a long time. I was like, Oh, you know, uh, you know, it's good. You're out. You, you know, Keith. And he goes, do I know Keith? Why he was at WrestleMania two when Hulk Hogan faced King Kong Bundy. I'm sitting there like, the hell I was, man. Like, what do I say right then? I certainly was not. It's like, it's okay, Grandpa, go sit down. You know, uh, you know how it is around this area, the area you're at right now. A lot of old timers. Um, I just realized around your way, man, Florida right now, you got Larry Zabisco, uh, you know, I'm sure the Hulkster is running wild around there somewhere. Yeah, somewhere. Actually, he's up in Tampa uh, and uh, he's got a store. Actually, was in Orlando um, in back in June. And I'm walking down the street and I look over and it's a Hulkamania store. It's full of Hulk of Hogan memorabilia. That's crazy. Uh, so I went in there because I you got to go. I mean, how 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 can you not? You're a wrestling fan, and went in there, started talking with the guy in there. Um, and he was telling me that the Holster's got a play, another store in Tampa that he's actually, you know, obviously it's closer to his house, so he shows up quite often to, you know, interact with fans and and whatnot. So. Um, uh, yeah, and uh, Jimmy Jimmy Hart too is is not far there. I, I, I don't know. I think they live in the same neighborhood or something. But uh, probably do. Yeah. Ro- you know, road buddies. Yeah. Um, so my question for you, by the way, because I've been wondering, we've never talked about this, so we might as well talk about it right here, right now. Uh, okay. You you've experienced just about every era, you know, since the eighties that that can be. You know, little seventies, eighties. Like, what's your favorite? Like, and and what makes it the most? meaningful because obviously the attitude era is what got us where wrestling is today i mean it we didn't you know hulkamania got us got us in the arena got us in the seats. right there was a little bit of a lull because of you know vincent man's problems and and the business always kind of ebbs and flows right right but, so you got to see like the money night wars the attitude era you know brock lesnar changing the game like what's your what's your favorite era and why Oh God, that's a tough one. You know, um, I, I gotta say, I, I love the eighties. I just love the characters of, you know, cause we had, it was, you know, you had 
uh, the Iron Sheik and, you know, uh, Nikolai Volkov and and you had the, you know, us against them. It was the, you know, that that really I, I don't know, the call. Yeah, it was the Cold War stuff, and and you had those characters because you you know, and then you had you know uh, uh, Chief J Strongbow and and more you know Cowboys and Indians show up, and you had that cast of characters. I really think it was the uh, uh, you know good uh, the good stuff uh, was the eighties was my was my time. I, I really enjoyed that with those guys, man. I uh, you know. I was a big fan too. I always struggle. Like for me, I think now, like, cause I still, I still watch the product, but um, I think for me, it was like right after the um, attitude era was called the ruthless aggression era. It's where you had like Brock Lesnar and things like that. Cause the, the right. wrestling, the wrestling just got really sound in a lot of ways. Um, but I loved, I loved the eighties. I mean, I loved, and obviously like, can we just talk real quick about, how funny the Iron Sheik is! I sent you that. I sent you that picture of when he, when he posted about the Buffalo uh, yes. Buffalo Stadium. Yes, stadium. Yes, and he said, "Yeah, look, look, look like the Jake the Snake Roberts Hotel Room from 1986, <laughs> covered in white." Yes, you jabroni, you know nothing of business. I show you business. I put you in camel clutch fuck your ass <laughs> <laughs> oh man he's got some good ones man if you you know put those on man uh i could listen to him all day it's he's hilarious and it's interesting too because you know he was a transitional champion like you know because they're they going to put they're going to put that rocket ship on hogan which they should have right and, and wwf has never been they don't like to do the heel champions but in, in terms of like what you could have done with him as a long-term heel champion, he would have incited riots everywhere he went. Yes. Yes. Cause he, he basically did anywhere he went and just, just being who he was, you know, um, and great. Uh, it was, it was great. I, I just loved the iron Sheik was one of my favorite heels ever, you know, and just uh, you and I have talked about this before, like ridiculously strong, a ridiculously oh. strong human being. So actually, I, uh, if you if you I don't know anybody out there has ever seen him at an indie show. He has those the clubs. And if you ever seen those clubs, you know, and he walks around and he'll uh, offers a thousand bucks if anybody can outswing him, swing those clubs of his and to. You know, and I've watched, uh, you know, just diesel guys get up there and crack themselves in the skull with those things and knock themselves out. Those <laughs> things are because they're so top heavy. I mean, you know, I, I I don't know. He's got some strong wrists. I, I guess he masturbated a lot or something. I don't know, man. You know, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, something, dude. <laughs> Like, I use the left and the right. Praise. <laughs> yes. oh, you gotta use both, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be uh, a jabroni. Don't be a jabroni. <laughs> he, yeah. His career to become like the pop, pop culture, you know, because he's a pop culture icon now in a lot of ways. You know, Stern definitely like revived his career, kept his career right. around. And he's hilarious. He's hilarious. Tragic, by the way. I mean, the fact that he lost his daughter in, in like a, in just the most horrific way. 
Uh, yeah. You know, I've seen I've seen the documentaries on him, but um, uh, it's interesting, man. His story and a lot of stories right now. Before we before we go in a, f- a few minutes, I got to tell you, I want to recommend to you and to everybody else, uh, "Tales from the Territories." It's on Vice. It's produced by The Rock and Danny Garcia, so that Seven Bucks Productions, and it's uh-huh. kind of like kind of like Dark Side of the Ring, um, but they actually kind of do like a round table. I was just watching. You would have loved this, by the way. I was watching uh, the AWA where they had they brought Medusa, um, they brought Diamond Dallas Page. Uh, they who else did they bring that was Diamond Dallas Page got a good yoga video. Any 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 older oh, guys yeah. trying to get into yoga? Uh, you know he's the he's the guy. It actually <laughs> I've I've tried it. It works. Um, it's definitely if he says not your mama's yoga. Uh, it's, de- <laughs> it's definitely for older guys or guys who are injured. If you're injured and old, it's even better. Um, yeah. Um, and Ken Patera was on that video too. Ken so, Patera. Yeah, all right. right. Yes. Uh, there's a great Ken Patera story where he talks about uh, the end of his career where he threw a, well, he, he claims he didn't do it, but everybody it's hilarious. You got to watch it. Everyone else on that panel calls him out the very show. They're like, dude, that was a 32 pound boulder. that got thrown through the window of the McDonald's. Like who else could do that? <laughs> kid, the kid that you said threw the the boulder couldn't have done that. Like not, he's like, what? what? He's like, that's, that's not, that's not light. <laughs> uh, so you got to go watch tales from the territory. Wait, I, and you bring up Ken Patera, but I just remember when he was on Piper's pit, he uh-huh. was going to bench press like 750 pounds and Piper was, was spotting him and almost dropped 700 pounds, 750 pounds on himself. Man. <laughs> if you could get a hold of the video, I love Piper. you got to watch it. You got to watch it, man. Piper's pit, man. What a great concept, man. That, that, that was just, you know, I know that I know you don't watch it very much anymore, but there's a guy you got to check out nowadays who's like the modern day Piper, including the fact that he live he lives his gimmick and like everywhere. Uh, his name is MJF. He's from he's from Long Island, New York. Uh, okay, and he he tells everybody he's better than you. He's like I'm better than you, and you know it. And he just runs down guys, very similar to Piper, like where he just antagonizes people to death. Um, and so it's, you gotta, you gotta check. Maybe I'll send you some stuff. Uh, okay. You'll, All appreciate, right. you'll appreciate how much of a heel he is because he's very, very much in the vein of Roddy Piper. Um, okay. So I, I'll, I'll do that for you. Uh, my question for you, like you've seen some stuff nowadays, right? Uh, like what is your, what's your criticism now for the modern product? What do you wish that they would go back to? You know, I I just wish they would get out of the, you know, uh, I really hated that whole luchador uh, segment that they went through uh, and and that whole like lightweight, the wrestling lightweight, uh, you know, I, I just, you know, that's I just wish they they would go back to more. I don't know, uh, more technical wrestling. Like you don't see a lot of old school moves anymore. You know, you don't see, you don't see the figure four, you don't see, you know, uh, 
any of those, you know, when was the last time a guy got lost a mess, got put in the sleeper, you know, put to sleep, wake up in yeah. a snake, you know, I mean, come yeah. on. Uh, well, so. You're right on that. It's, and you, you'd be infuriated. Cause I'm going to tell you something that they do now. Um, a big criticism is like, they got these guys who do like these super kicks, right? Like Shawn Michaels. Right. And, and if you ever been kicked anywhere, but especially in the face, you, 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 in real life, you get knocked out. If you if you get kicked to the chin, you're gonna get knocked out, and these guys just pop up like it's nothing a lot of times. Um, and then there's this move called the Canadian Destroyer, which is a literally a flipping pile driver. Okay, so like think about how how fast that would go and how much damage that would do to your neck. Right, Guy, guys, just pop, it's it's not even a finisher anymore. It's it's a setup move. Yeah, I am. So like so that's what you're talking about. Like bring it back to where like. Like moves were actually devastating, correct? Right. It was. It was. A, it was a finisher is a finisher. It's not you know, you know. So and and I got a little indie story for you. You know, you mentioned King Kong Buddy, so I, I have to mention this one. Uh, so I'm at an indie show, and King Kong Bundy is the main event, uh, and I'm you know as because i having a buddy you know i i was able to be uh kind of in tune to what was going on and uh so he's wrestling the promoter's son i guess and the kid popped out of the five count he uh, he at bundy's finisher you know as the finisher really? you know buddy bundy fought and he kicked out of it and you know, and by this time, I'm actually in near the near the curtain, the the near the locker room. Uh-huh. And uh, so Bundy comes chasing the guy back into the locker room. <laughs> and I, 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 I and I, it's happened a while ago. But all I remember is somehow me got in between Bundy and this kid. And here I am trying to hold back a 500 pound giant. Mm-hmm. I, you know, and I have, <laughs> and if you're, I can't remember the Adam Sandler movie where he, or it's not Adam Sandler, uh, some, um, God, the other guy. Um, uh, oh, well, anyway, all, all, all sw- his whole sweaty body and my face is up against oh, his sweaty ben Sti- belly. Ben, ben Stiller. Stiller, that's it. Yes. And I'm just like, whoa, man, oh. I mean, you know, but look, it got him calmed down. And uh, Chris, rest in soul, rest is God, rest soul. He a great guy, wound up having a take him to the bar next door to the uh little club or whatever it was we were having this event we had some drinks he paid for the drinks all night and uh got to meet his wife it it was just uh it it was a great time great time uh you know and i can see he was a lot of fun on the road i I, let me just tell you (laughs) (laughs) i would love to be on the road with him just be a fly on the wall with him because right that's awesome so I love that. Yeah. Thank you so much for that. Um, before we let you go, because it's about that time to wrap up mixed tag for the week. Uh, okay. I'm curious. We we haven't asked this question in a long time. I want to ask you this question. Should the WWE have an off season? You know, and the reason we ask this is we think about you know the guys who have died, um, the schedule. Um, you know, we, we factor in nowadays like the biggest criticism against 
the boys is that you know these guys don't go out drinking and party as much now they like play video games and like they take better care of themselves but like if you factor all those things in should the wwe have an off season i i i think they should I, I do 100%. Now that there's television, you can show reruns for a couple of weeks like everybody else does. You know what I mean? You know, so. Uh, but I, I think they do. I think they they should they should have some some time off. I, I really do. I think I think it's but but also you get saturated, too. I mean, you're you know, it, OK, big deal. You know, I mean, it's a good way to like kind of end end uh, end a storyline too. like, you know, right. here I'm I'm writing a storyline and I don't have to because sometimes, you know, these storylines kind of get stupid after after a little bit, you know, and you, you saw that kind of, <laughs> you know, in the in the in the towards the end of the uh, uh, WCW days, you know, you got those really stupid storylines and whatnot. So, you Some know, of the worst of all time. Um, yeah. So you're basically you're on the same page that we are, um, which is nice that you agree with Jared uh, for once. But because <laughs> yeah, it is wrestling. <laughs> it's gonna piss him off, and I love that. Yeah, I love I that from you. Well, um, <laughs> yeah, I love that. Uh, well, you know, you should Google it. Google it, Jared. Wrestling, and <laughs> and maybe you might understand what wrestling is, because you know, guys my age know what that what that means. Oh, so man, I wish I wish you guys did the same show. Uh, so uh, you're listen. I'll come back anytime you want. You want I, me to. You know, with Jared, when it when it, when it, when his when his boo boo gets better on his uh, on his junk gets better, you know, whatever, uh, you know, put it in a sling, you know, <laughs> you know, you know, have mommy kiss it, make it all better, and come on his show. He's gonna try. <laughs> All right, so we just had a little break in the show very quickly because for the first time ever, literally in 147 episodes, the computer died like, <laughs> as as we're talking. Uh, you have that effect on people, Muddle. Even, I, it even is me. Computers want to get away from you. I, it used to happen all the time to me, and Nevada Nick used to ride me because my I would always freeze up, and, you know, so you know, I could say it wasn't me, you know, uh, you know, Keith White did it too. There you go. Keith White did it too. And I, later down the line, I'll, I'll help Nevada Nick out because StreamYard's got some good features now. Uh, we're both StreamYard users. So they got some new features where Nevada Nick will never cut out again if he ever comes back. Um, but you know what? This is as good a time as any to go ahead and end this episode. Muddle, I appreciate you so much. Where can the listeners find you after the new year? Any, just type in Coach Muddle, whatever platform, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. You just just put in Coach Muddle, and uh, I pop up, and uh, you check me out. You know, I got a YouTube channel as well. Go to YouTube uh, and check it out wherever, and uh, hit me up. I appreciate it. And if you're on the East Coast, where should you go to get the best cheesesteaks in the world? Oh my goodness, you got to go to Phil and Jim's uh, up in. Uh, you know, God, I got to talk to those guys because I don't even know where they are. They just get off of Widener on 95 and uh, go about two or three miles down. They're right on the right. It's they, they, you know, they're world famous now. I can honestly say they've been on the Food Network. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, they've been voted best cheesesteak in the area. They outbeat, uh, you know, Tony Luke's and, and uh, Nick's and, and all those other places. It's uh, it is the the cheesesteak uh, Mecca of Meccas. Uh, if you're a cheesesteak connoisseur like ourselves. Yes, we do love cheesesteaks. Uh, when I get done this show, I'm going to send you a picture of a cheesesteak from the area that we currently reside that I think you'll appreciate. Uh, but in the meantime, I do appreciate you. Once again, everybody needs a buddy. That's and, right. Uh, and my buddy is Coach Muddle. We'll hopefully get you on with Jared at some point. But until then, this is Mixed Tag. I am the Wrestling Encyclopedia, the three-time Indian Leg Wrestling Champion. And currently, just because no one else is going to do it, I got to do it. I'm the NWA World's Heavyweight Champion because anybody is better than Tyrus. And that's a fact, Jack. <laughs> this is Coach Muddle. Check him out on In the Huddle with Coach Muddle. Once again, this is Mixed Tag, and we are. Take care. Out. Out.